Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. Hello Hello there. there. We're back. This is the Ahsoka Chronicles where we recap all the episodes of Ahsoka and we arrive to the final episode, which was, you know, happened. So we're going to talk about it. (laughs) Let me introduce our fantastic little cast uh, of outcasts. Uh, We have Chopper is the best brandy. We have the Ezra is not evil fan club uh, leader, Steph. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not evil. Yes, I think she's right. Even though I was the one that said not evil last week. Whatever stuff. And we have guest, Tom. Hey. Guest is here as well. That guy. Yeah, that guy. guy. That guy. The fuck off, Tom. Fuck off, Tom. Okay. And me, the the Pope of the Church of the Blue Booty, Lickie. And Throne is the best still. That's a very important message in every episode. So... Mm. Let's talk about the episode, but first without spoilers, so all those who haven't seen it yet can stay. Let's go around and ask uh, Steph, what did you think without spoilers? It wrapped it up for me. I uh, I felt all the feels. I got a little bit of things that I was hoping I would see by the end of uh, this season, which is good, but then also kind of left me very very hungry for more so i'm i'm excited to see where this is gonna go i feel like they made good choices and it kind of makes up for some of the uncertainty we saw uh, through the through the early parts of the season i in 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 all i'm very very happy i am a jumbled just just puddle and mess of emotions right now because there's still so many things I want to know. So I'm, I, I need more. I need more. That's all. That's all I can say. I need more. more. I don't think they are that fast, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's okay. Try it out. All right. Thomas, I guess you can say whatever you want. Oh, I, okay. I get Okay. Thank you very much for the opportunity. <laughs> uh, like everyone else, I kind of wish there was more, like maybe like two more episodes. 
because like <laughs> especially like towards the end i was like oh this just feels like you know it's gonna be another more but that's just what it is uh enjoyed all the action scenes in this one some of the like chase scenes as well were i felt like were really cool looking and yeah overall it was an enjoyable enough experience but it felt more like a penultimate episode than a finale if that makes sense mm-hmm. like it, yeah agree. similar to, similar to like, a lot of marvel shows how like they have like shoop, shoop. yeah they have like the final bit like the, the season finale mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. it's just like but this doesn't feel like like low-key season one how it's like mm-hmm. this big thing happened and then it's just like uh you gotta wait now yes. it's like it doesn't i personally wasn't didn't feel as satisfied as i wanted to i have to agree i i i have the same feeling like i'm somewhat satisfied i would say especially for one blue individual but uh <laughs> yeah other than that i'm like that's it like you know there's like i i'm kind of expecting like there's going to be another episode even though i know that won't be next week maybe the decision they made with episode seven eight was not the greatest Mm -hmm. who knows if if i look at it uh in a point of view where like you know there's gonna be more obviously we know there's gonna be a movie i think it's fairly certain there's gonna be a season two of ahsoka as well Mm -hmm. uh but i think if there's gonna be a season two i'm gonna talk about it later because that's spoilers Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) in the spoiler section uh but uh yeah it's it, it was it was a very good episode i'm not gonna say it wasn't but it, it didn't feel like a final episode need more 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 now we're gonna go in to the spoiler territory so if you haven't seen the episode stop this watch the episode come back watch us because we are very fun we have we're very smart <laughs> The first scene is with Prom. Like, I was very happy when he showed up from behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. And we got a very intriguing scene because a lot happened in this in this first scene. So let's talk about the Night Sister magic and Morgan becoming a fully fetched night sister, I guess, or a warrior for the night sisters. Very yeah. interesting. Uh, let's go to Tom first. Besides having Thrawn show up and be like, look at my blue ass, I was kind of more <laughs> interested in what like the night sisters were doing with Morgan because I was on the assumption that Morgan was like related, but like not related sort of thing. And I think this confirmed that like, whilst she may have ties to Dathomir, she wasn't really a night sister. Like her mum was a night sister and she like pissed off like 10,000 years ago when it's like a sword like, really long lineage thing seeing them be like hey you're going to become a real one now and we give you the black eyes and the, the face paint stuff which i don't think is face paint and a, a cool sword which was from mother Towson. that was cool to mm-hmm. see a name drop of a person who's yep. been dead for dead for years um yeah i thought it was cool that like that callback and now she's a full-blown night sister but she's not gray yet so i don't think she's full night sister and she never will be it's yeah. okay, we are in the spoiler territory, so it's fine. <laughs> I, I was building suspense. Building suspense. Uh, bye. I... Well, she might be a fart ghost eventually. Aren't we all just fart ghosts? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was very interesting because it gave me like a lot of like Clone Wars feels, like with the the whole like all the Night Sister magic and everything that they 
they do to make people like official, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I guess like she was lineage of some sort to me it felt like the beginning of the end for her anyway so uh i love the scene love the uh as soon as they said talzin i was like oh they dropped the name that's awesome i was so excited because that was uh that was a character i enjoyed watching uh mm -hmm. clone wars so my initial thought was okay maybe they turned her into a night sister and then they would stay and she would go with Thrawn. So mm -hmm. that was my first thought yeah. is that Morgan would go with Thrawn. But then I don't know if that might have been part of the plan or what, but it got flipped. Yeah, it got flipped as soon as they knew that they were losing time. So, but it was great uh, because I think it took her character to a, a an actual point like it it felt a little weird throughout the season that she was just there to bring Thrawn back and yeah. it wasn't it, there was nothing in it for her mm -hmm. um but then as soon as she became a night sister I guess <laughs> that's what they were doing there it felt like that was really more of the the fulfillment for her pretty sure she wanted to go back to Dathomir though but you know oh, yeah hey. yeah what ifs for the empire and all that shit the look on her face as soon as she knew that she wasn't i was like oh yeah she's yeah. just not really happy about this as they say it is what it is you can't have your cake and eat it too yeah it was a fun scene but like that close-up shot of before the intro came in or the title or whatever and and throne is just standing there like hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. just that smile that tiny smile on the face of like yep everything goes according to plan yes. his wheels are always turning mm -hmm. ah, i love that man so much uh and i love that <laughs> there are a lot of interviews coming out and and you know just uh behind the scenes and whatever and lars mikkelsen is just as unhinged as i hope for so i'm like he's always seven paces ahead of you i love that <laughs> yeah Great. <laughs> Fucking love that man. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> he's the best. We get to uh, Ezra and uh, Hu Yang and uh, Ezra's building a lightsaber, which, you know, a lot of people complained the last time that uh, he didn't even use a mm -hmm. lightsaber. Did Yoda really need a lightsaber stuff? Really? <laughs> he did actually put his saber down when he was fighting Dooku that one time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's the true way to fight so excited um this is Hu yang and his element uh so he gets to actually be there helping someone assemble a lightsaber and we see ezra being very much the chaotic mechanical minded single focused ezra that, that we're used to seeing and the moment that Hu Yang said that he had a copy of Caleb's emitter, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And he pulled it out and I'm just like, I was doing this at the screen. Oh, it's just, just wonderful. I was like, I, it looked like Ezra just lit up and it was wonderful. And then there was that moment though, that created a conversation element between Ezra and Sabine and the comment about uh from Hu Yang about the apprentice the master apprentice relationship and for me um that got my wheels turning in my head of okay so what is the master apprentice relationship going to start looking like for 
either of them going forward and uh you know trying to leave it open as to okay is sabine going to be spending more time with ahsoka now uh and what is that going to look like and kind of getting excited about that too seeing ezra with lightsaber in his hand just just yes 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 but you know if i i had been stranded somewhere for nine years i wouldn't quite be the same person either (laughs) probably not that's true that is true this was this part where i realized yeah no ezra's not evil like i had like in the previous episodes had my like oh he could be but then like seeing him like frantically just dig through everything be like his quintessential Ezra stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, this guy's not evil. He's just he's just a bit antisocial in the moment because he hasn't talked to his people in however many bloody years. I like their banter between Ezra and Huyane. I like Sabine seeing Ezra and being like, uh, I can't tell him because then he's going to be upset and he's so happy. And yeah, I thought that sort of like dynamic was cool. And yeah, seeing Ezra get a lightsaber back was cool. Mm. It's fun that it's blue and with Kanan's replica emitter so that's sort of like honoring kanan in a way yeah i definitely enjoyed the jibes back and forth between hu yang and ezra as ezra's digging through his shit you know the the realization that he hu yang had when ezra said kanan was my master you know when he gave him the emitter and said you should have this i was just like oh that's so awesome that's so awesome like all the feels because you know kanan's there in a way like he was Ezra's master, and that's that's all there is to it. Like he taught him. That's all mm-hmm. you need. So. Yang said something like, um, uh, "What was he said? Oh, that explains its type of thing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I've dealt with this shit before. Now it all makes sense. Oh, <laughs> Yang was so fed up with Ezra just you know going around his stuff and you know. What are you doing? I organized this. What the fuck? <laughs> now, I would have been the same. I would have been mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you doing with my things? OCD meets ADHD. That is exactly what that was. 100%. It makes sense. It makes sense for the both of them. David Tennant is still the best. I will say that in every episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, thankfully, he's in every episode. So, like, you know, I can say it. Yeah. yeah and then we get the scene that I was... <laughs> we knew that that's going to happen. I'm still not happy about it. Like, you know, uh, at this point, uh, thrown his way thanks to Sabine and sure Ezra got home thanks to Sabine but I'm like yeah there were really not any consequences to her actions to be honest so I'm like I'm still a bit like on edge about that because if it's going where everything is going that's gonna be a big problem for the future that throne is out and about and just you know threatening the entire galaxy and he will because he's fucking great so yeah I'm not happy about that well but i also understand it like it's it was i, I was thinking yeah ahsoka would be like this so like uh, okay fine yeah, she, she made some iffy judgment calls sometimes yeah. too so yeah yeah, yeah she straight yeah. up said it like eh. exactly so i was like oh, i did some shit i should know <laughs> uh, I, I still think it's shitty that ezra doesn't know mm-hmm. i i was like i was waiting for that moment to happen and it didn't she got left she didn't go off with ezra she could have. She should have. If she was completely and totally a selfish twat waffle, she would have gone with Ezra, but she stayed nope. with Sabine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, 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 Ahsoka. Hi, brain. They stuck there together. I'm, uh, they're now crab people. Yes, they're going to become crab, <laughs> crab people. 
It's going on. There you go. I'm just eating everything out from their hair. Whatever. Ew. Uh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> so, Soko, why are you bowling that water over there? Oh, no reason. Tasty crabs today. <laughs> it's so dark. Like, I don't, I, shut I up. Just caught, <laughs> I didn't realize what you're talking about for a second. And then when everyone else rejected, like, oh, killing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't catch on. Yeah. Well, it's not surprising, Tom. It's okay. Miss again very smart and wants to mm-hmm. slow them down so sends out the tie fighters and we get the two tie fighters to, yeah. to know them short and nice uh, scene but there's uh, a little force use in there so let's talk about that just holding up the ship by Ezra and Ahsoka yours truly I thought it was a pretty cool scene because like Thrawn doesn't like overdo it he's like just send two out yeah. just send two out because I just I just want to slow them down I just want to see where they're at because basically he's just trying to pinpoint exactly where they are. He's trying to slow them down. That's all he wants. He doesn't care if they die. He doesn't care if, if anything else. He just wants to slow them down. Of course, you know, Ezra and Ahsoka immediately force push away from, you know, the little crab people because nobody wants to see them smushed. Except for Steph who wants to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Steph is hungry for crab. Apparently. I was just making a joke. Mm, yeah, sure. Steph is hungry. Someone feed Steph. Yeah, give Steph food. <laughs> a crab. A crab, preferably. Lots of butter. Lots of Sorry. butter, love. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tom is gone. Oh. <laughs> Tom left the chat. He can't handle all this crab. <laughs> He's like, oh, now we are talking about genocide. <laughs> Fuck the crabs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like I had enough. A few moments later, after realizing that they don't have much time, and they should really catch up with Throne because, like, you know, they're kind of fucking off from the planet and from this galaxy. Uh, they sit on the howlers and uh, get uh, to the sex joke. It is a sex joke. Let's be honest. All <laughs> oh, right, the ship. Right, yeah, the the penetration. Penetration. Fortress is penetrating my ship. Yes. Oh, you. <laughs> oh damn. Oh my god. Jesus. Yikes. I expect that shit. I expect that shit from Lily, but from Steph, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I infected everyone here. Ew. There's a cream for that. You cannot you cannot escape the It's a TTD, a throne transmitted disease. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The booty transmitted. Yeah. <laughs> a few minutes later. Farts and booty and everything. So it's what, what did you expect when you came here? Nothing good. I do want to point out yes. Sabine destroying both TIE fighters. Just That was cool as shit. Yeah, that was really cool. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I think he also like, kind of fogged the ship for themselves as well. What? Yeah, but... I think the ship was already fucked anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly. That's yeah, true. That's true. It was cool. It was cool. But what was even cooler is their run through the blaster fi- uh, fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To get the, Go to Howlers! Yeah. <laughs> Team Howler. Team Howlers. Wondering if they were going to get through that door. Um, <laughs> they were diving toward. Mm. Um, and then as soon as Sabine was asked to help 
open the door, I was like, well, we haven't quite got Sabine connected to the Force yet. There was the line earlier than that where Ahsoka told her to trust in the Force, and I think that's what she's been missing. She trusts her armor, she trusts her family, she trusts her Mm -hmm. friends, but the Force was just this thing that someone else used that other Mm -hmm. people knew how to use and that was not her thing. So I think she started trusting really quick. <laughs> she needed quick to she better. Quick turn around. <laughs> and they got through the that door. And uh that was that was some good suspense. She just really wanted that blue booty. She wanted to get there. <laughs> just you know, which is understandable. <laughs> it is. Let's be honest. Yeah. I would have run through that door like of course. Oh. Just Absolutely. ran through everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm, we think I'm coming for you. This isn't her running, by the way. This is her chopping the ass. <laughs> Beautiful. Three days later. That was pretty amazing. I mean, definitely like, okay. I mean, yeah, they're going to make it probably. I was hoping for no Howler death. So, Team Howler, is Sabine really doing anything? Is she doing anything? Is it just Ahsoka and Ezra just. Making her feel like yeah. something is happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. it's like giving your like sibling an unplugged controller back in the day. Like, yeah, yeah. you can play co-op. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, but maybe that's what she needed. Maybe it, that was that little connect, you know. I do think they probably did. Huh? Say, I was gonna say, even though we we're celebrating how there's no dying, they were oh, still yeah. inside when the they were the blown up when the, Yeah. So I'm nah, sure they got out. Shut up. They got out. Yeah, they got out. They got out. No, but like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. They got out. They got out. Shut up, Tom. Fuck off, Tom. No, no, they got out. Okay, okay. Because just like any other wild animal, they would have immediately run. But they couldn't because the doors were closed. Yes, no, there were open doors. Where? Just because you couldn't see them, you don't know their life. I don't know their lives. I don't know their stories. You don't know where all the troopers are coming from. Everyone's ass. R.I.P. Whatever was in that tower. Three weeks later. And we get a little Night Trooper Jedi action. So what did we think of that scene? Uh, we're going to start with Tom. Hopefully he's not going to glitch out. Hopefully. You know, I, this, I was waiting for just like some sort of big fight that was with multiple people, not just like a 1v1 or 2v2. So it was cool seeing like Sabine, Ahsoka and Ezra all sort of team up to just murk these fools because like, Stormtroopers suck. I enjoyed seeing all of them. And then like when you could see Sabine was struggling, Ahsoka's just like, stop, stop, just just shoot him. Just, just shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a fun beginning to what turned sour quick. I really enjoyed, especially the end of that fight scene where like Ezra pulls Ahsoka and just like wham with both lightsabers. I was like, ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good it was a good scene. Like there were a lot of them coming at him and they were able to like pick him off. We get uh, you know, Throne giving out the order that it's it's time. And the blue not blue, sorry, the green green fart comes out mm-hmm. <laughs> of the night troopers as as the night sisters start to do their mm-hmm. magic chanting, whatever. Uh mm-hmm. and we get our first undead troopers. Uh, in Star Wars live action, Ugh, the bone cracking like yeah, sounds and then, like and the noise is like Wah. oh, it's creepy. As soon as they were down, um, as soon as all of them were down, and we saw <laughs> don't trust it. 
<laughs> and then you're walking away i'm like do not walk away keep one eye over your shoulder this is death and miri magic they're going to come back to life and i just looked at hoot and i said they're gonna come back to life aren't they oh my god there it is and i hate i'm just i'm not i don't like horror normally and zombie things yes. it's just not my thing but this was a chance for them to just be perpetually badass so i kind of didn't mind <laughs> uh, because they just got another round of fighting in there if even even star wars you should know go for the head but they kept like no body shot body shots like just I, cut the just head take off take the legs off i was, I was well, like are you not cutting yeah the legs off? never but, but uh, yeah as long yeah, as they, they can grab crawling the at you yeah that's <laughs> Disgusting. They can still shoot, yeah, without legs. Like this, on like you. this, just like that was. It was a. It was a really fun. It was creepy. The bones cracking, and they were just coming back. I was like, oh god, that was disgusting. Like I don't know. Just <laughs> they're gonna keep coming, so y'all gotta get the frack out of there. Just go, just go, just go. It was like get. intense because. Get. Thrawn's about to leave, and they gotta get, 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 get down, and they weren't you getting. You gotta get to the spaceship that's having intercourse with a tower. You gotta get there. Yeah, Brandy representing for Texas tonight. <laughs> Not leading into any sort of stereotypes whatsoever. Not at all. Why would we do that? Why would we do we've that? never, we've never done that before. No, 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 no. That never happened. Me specifically, no. I've never ever made fun of other people's accents you? or cultures ever. Yeah. No. Like, we would never, never do that. Tom. That is a right? crock of shit. Shut up, Brandy. Fuck off, Tom. Fuck me? No, no, no. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, stop it. Stop it. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's it's shut up, Tom. And that's it. And Tom, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Tom. You can't tell me what to do. Oh, excuse me. You what? already disrespected the blue booty, so just be happy you're even allowed in here. Fuck you, want wait, mate. What you want to fucking tangle, do you? Not even a podcast. We're just going crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just bullying Tom. Many months later. So we get to the scene where Throne is like, ah, shit, they are still coming at us, which is not good because we need to fuck off, and they must stay on this planet and in this galaxy. It's like Morgan. It's time that you sacrifice yourself. It's like yes. <laughs> was that the exact reenactment just like fucking yes we get a morgan and ahsoka like rematch yeah 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 we knew that was coming it was mm -hmm. coming along the way so what did we think of the first fight scene that they had let's go with uh shut up tom first it was cool because like it's basically their last match was in mandalorian season two where ahsoka cleanly kicked her fucking ass uh, mm -hmm. so it was cool seeing us have more of a chance against it with all the Dathomir magic and flame sword. Definitely one of the faster fights in the series and probably one of the better ones. I mm -hmm. don't know if I liked it more than like that first Balin Ahsoka one, just because like mm -hmm. I know the location and that as well just kind of like did something different for me. But no, it was cool. I was at first I was like, why is Morgan's hand not catching on fire? And then I'm like, ah, it's all just magic shit. It's fine. This is uh this is kind of like the fight I've been waiting for. Uh I guess all season i mean it's not not like we haven't seen ahsoka facing off against morgan before but now it just felt like it was all out all the effort was was in it and yeah the choreography was just 
incredible. Basically, when you cast someone like Diana Lee in Asanto, you expect something like this. And <laughs> this is what I'd been waiting for. I thought it was very interesting when Thrawn gives her the order and she's like, understood. And he's like, for the Empire. And she's like, for Dathomir. So she really probably wanted to go back to Dathomir. Her whole like helping throne kind of thing is is just like helping her people as well. You know, it was like, well, you weren't fully supporting thrones, so you know. Yeah. Uh, so any mm. any slight doubt or any other loyalty yeah. that's like no, nah, that's right. You, you're yeah. out. Yeah, you're out. Mm. Just like Tom. the fight scene was amazing. It was it was good. Like. I was definitely looking forward to that because I enjoyed the first one in the Mandalorian, but this yes. one was just like, you know, full tits um, out. Like they're, they're going yeah. at it. The whole, like, you know, that, that was this one shot where it's just keeping that on them and not mm -hmm. moving the camera at all, not having any cuts. And it's, it's just the most beautiful, uh, fight choreography that it was I've very, seen yeah. in a while. It's, it's like, they just went at it and it was great, uh, fucking beautiful. And then, these far troopers, I mean night troopers, uh, come back. Call them what they are. Yeah, yeah, they are far troopers. And make make life harder for Ahsoka while uh, Ezra and uh, Sabine are fighting on top of the penis. I mean tower. <laughs> the phallic object. Call it what it is, yeah. So what did we think about the, you know, these parallel scenes uh, with, with troopers and Jedi fighting for their life? And, you know, a very significant thing happened with uh, Sabine, who's, I guess, can use the force now. I thought it was cool. Um... It just reminded like when this the fart troopers came in to help Morgan, it was like, ah, uh, you're not you're it's, it's just gonna be a massacre now. But then it doesn't because Ahsoka's better than that. Fart troopers in the black armor, I was like, oh, are they like the purge troopers or death troopers from Rogue One mm -hmm. and they're just like, you know, really tough. But no, they are full blown zombies. They're they not, were like, full blown zombies. Not reanimate. Mm -hmm. They're like, I wanna eat your face sort of zombies. I'm like, ugh. Uh, just, yeah. Just like that's nasty now. Sabine loses a helmet again somehow. Just, you know, <laughs> a whack and the helmet goes wee. That's always been a thing. Yeah, this is not like, the way, Sabine. I guess Sabine somehow trusted the Force so quickly that she can now pull a lightsaber by herself where she... By she herself, was being fucking choked, dude. It's kind of life or death. <laughs> well, okay then. Does that mean if someone else is in a life situation, they can just use the Force randomly? Who knows? Ezra did. I love the fact that we started to see things click for Sabine. How to tie together these conflicting parts of her. I think she finally found that missing puzzle piece somewhere that she needed to tie it together and and clean up her fighting style. And uh, that was beautiful to see her being able to literally use lightsaber and blaster at the same time. As well as being able to fight alongside Ezra, the two of them have fought together many times in the past and seeing them fight together again, I was like, oh, my force baby's all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> the escape, essentially, for Ezra. Uh, as soon as uh, Sabine suggested the idea, I'm like, this is a technique that Ezra and Kanan use and that Ezra and Maul also once used and that's really kind of a cool callback to to that particular like push 
okay, you you jump and then I'll push you starting halfway through kind of thing. That's uh, yeah. that's trust right there. <laughs> I was so sure that he's going to die. Like, there's no way that she just did a fucking force pull now. And then, then she's confident enough to say, yeah, fucking jump. Yeah. And I will push you with the force. And I'm like, that. Just tell, I have to admit that did bother me. I was, I was a little worried, but yeah. I mean, if it, if it clicked, I guess it clicked. But I mean, I, I don't on. know. It's, yeah. it's the kind of thing in, in movies that I, I just could never get on board. It's like the best example is Taken 2, I think. Yeah, it was Taken 2. Uh, when uh, uh, uh daughter says, I don't know how to drive a car. And then, uh, you know, it's it's just do this mm-hmm. and that. And suddenly she's a fucking racer. She's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what yeah. the actual fuck? Like, you know, you just this is your first time doing this properly and, and you can easily uh do it and it's the same thing i don't i don't like when they when they do this i get that yeah sure she was already training and whatever and she finally mm. but, but so we saw throughout the entire season that she couldn't connect to the force she couldn't do like you know any force powers or anything but suddenly now that she uh, got the lightsaber she's confident enough to say yeah fucking job and i will push you and i'm like my theory is the Ezra factor. She found him. She got over all this weight that she's been carrying. And maybe it clicked once that was lifted. I don't know. But it's, or it's, maybe it's Ezra just didn't question. know how shit she was with the Force. There's that sure. too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he I just agree. trusted her. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, was also, it did come out of nowhere. Well, not nowhere, but it just felt like a massive leap between... I can pull glow stick. I'm a throw person like yeah, meters yeah. into the air. Yeah. It's 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 a too big of a jump, let's put it that way. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh <laughs> thank you. Thank you. At least someone got it. <laughs> what what did we think of this? Let's call it last fight because it is the last fight of, of the episode. Uh what did we think? What did we think? Let's go with Brandy first. Yeah, like I kind of felt like when she stayed behind that was going to be the end for her but it was still it was a cool fight but i was also like oh my god just just go they got to get they got to get out they got to get out i'm like freaking like i'm freaking out because i'm like how the fuck how the fuck are they gonna like i knew who yang was gonna be there eventually but Mm. i was like how so i'm i'm just like just just fucking kill her like now (laughs) just do it Mm mm-hmm it was very stressful it was that that butt pucker moment you know like oh again butt pucker again did you have a doctor about that uh no i don't i don't need to it's fine are you sure it it happens when it happens it's kind of like sabine's force sensitivity Uh, it just happens okay so sabine has force powers you have butt puckering i get it exactly that's it just happens that's Brandy's yeah. superpower. One eternity later. I thought it was a, a good choice um, in how it was done. Um, there was definitely the, the butt pucker factor on my end when I saw Ahsoka's, one of her lightsabers mm-hmm. cut into. I was mm. like, oh, this is not good. Is this oh, going to be the Ahsoka is going to do a, the sacrifice thing? And I'm like, not if we're getting a season two. Uh, so maybe she's going to get stranded there and then everyone's going to leave and maybe but yeah i, I kind of like uh like how that turned out I, I was pretty satisfied by the the end of that fight 
yeah, I enjoyed. I again, I had, I was a bit like, oh damn, she's lost the lightsaber, but then you realize, but well, Huyang can make just make another one like in five yeah. seconds. Yeah, so true. And like, <laughs> it wasn't her original. It's like she has no emotional attachment to them because, like, you know, she just kind of like stole them at one point. It was kind of cool, like you know, seeing Sabine be like, no, I am still here. It's two v one or whatever the hell it is, and that's where like mentioned like Sabine uses the lightsaber and her blaster at the same time and honestly it's the best fight scene for Sabine in the entire mm-hmm. series I think mm-hmm. yeah um, absolutely and then you know the classic Star Wars thing the master sees the pupil sort of you know doing well and goes okay I gotta be better now and then just basically like takes out Elizabeth like or Morgan yeah Morgan Elspeth like that and it's like haha you suck dead um and I guess now Ahsoka <laughs> has the fire sword I don't know I, 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 I don't remember that, seeing. I mean, she yeah. used both on her, so yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Could just be like my now, my sword now. And then we get uh, the whole chasing after throne in space, which was very weird because at one moment they are still shooting at the tower, the next they are already in space, and I was like, oh, that's like very fast, and they are very behind. This is where we get my favorite moment, which is also a bit disappointing because I really. Uh, wanted Soka and Throne uh, interact face to face and not through a fucking comlink, which is still fucking good because Throne was like, "Look, bitch, I know who your master is, <laughs> and you tried, but I'm fucking smarter than all of you are." So I- <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, I guess you can stay here. I'm fucking off. Bye. Uh, Tom fogged off again. That's disrespect <laughs> to the blue booty again. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh it's... totally fucked off. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah. He's out of the church, just so you, you all know. Like, yeah. 2,000 years later. So, yeah, Throne is being a sassy queen. So, and Ahsoka, you can see, and you can see the surprise in Ahsoka's face. And I was like, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. So satisfying. Uh, still would have preferred if they meet face to face, but like, yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I also agree that I kind of wish that Ahsoka and Thrawn did meet face to face. But I guess it just showed that Thrawn was like, I know you, you suck. Fuck. I thought it was pretty great. Like, I, I honestly think he was kind of happy about not seeing her face to face just because Probably. he knew who Anakin was. Because, I, I don't know, He's he was very, very poignant on that fact that you may end up the same way because he with that he also revealed that he knows that anakin is or was sorry uh Mm -hmm. Vader. so i'm like "Mm." yeah just the facial expressions that both of them were making between that and that exchange Uh, great work on the actor's part i'm a little partial while i would have enjoyed seeing them actually be in the same room face to face i'm kind of liking that it was almost there and not quite because it really gives us something to look forward to it makes Thrawn look a little less accessible by just anyone that he's got his realm his bubble of protection around him and he is he is smarter than them um and he's able to get away I think that was a powerful statement Mm -hmm. uh lifting Thrawn up and really setting him up to be a a real threat once he the big baddie Mm mm-hmm you know what? Yeah. You are now welcome in the Church of the Blue Book. <laughs> he has been lifted. Yeah. I will take you in. By the cheeks. I, I did always love Thrawn. There you go. Take, you there can you take go. my spot. I've been then kicked you out. Are, you are now officially in the Church Lifting of the Blue Book. Of the cheeks. Uh, 
I want more chis. More chis cheeks. But mostly thrown cheese. No. Oh man! Oh my god! Imagine if it would be Mads Mikkelsen coming in. No, oh, I know he yeah. already oh, no, he... covers, but like, oh god damn it! Mads man, and that, that, that'd be some being... that'd be some type of double penetration right there. No. Oh mm. my oh. god! <laughs> I wouldn't say no to that. Anyway, I wouldn't expect you to. Oh my! No! Oh, don't owe my me! You... Don't owe my me! Don't owe my me, Steph. Yeah. You started this. Oh, yes. We started this time. <laughs> the Horny Rebellion. Tomorrow. Throne is free, which is like the best. And the Soka and Sabine and Hu Yang are stranded, uh, along with Shin and Balan. Throne arriving to Datomir. Okay, so he's, because he's a good guy, he's keeping his promise to the Night Sisters, I guess. And also the Night Sisters are still helping him. And then we, we which I still on, don't understand how he managed to do that. But Ezra is, is with Re- reunited with Hera and then we get to see uh, Balaam finally uh, where he ended up mm-hmm. and uh, he's on some very interesting statues and uh, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels uh, it's uh, the, the son, the daughter and or at least that's what we assuming and the father so that's very important and then uh, we get to see uh, Shin uh, going back to the samurai people, I'm just going to call them that, uh, and then we get to see Sabine and Ahsoka for the last time, and and again, which was so nice. Yes. It's, it's literally mm. closing on him, and I was like, mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm. So, what did we think of these final uh, little snippets, uh, and what does this mean for the future? I uh, may wonder, especially in one case, which we're going to get into in a second. My favorite part was the mortis thing because we everyone was expecting that to shop at some capacity because you know ahsoka the daughter all that fun stuff and then the son and the father statue weren't broken but the daughter's was sam whitwood could be the son the son could still be kicking around somewhere and like maybe that's what's calling to balan because like we already know that the daughter died to save ahsoka which is why yes. there's the more i follow in her and all that stuff yes. which explains why her statue's destroyed the daughter's one is destroyed because ahsoka has basically a role of the daughter but yeah. no one's taken over mm-hmm. the son or the father yet. Well, Anakin was supposed to take the father. When Balin mm-hmm. is standing there in front of the father's statue, mm-hmm. if that's what we assume it is, they look yes. very similar. They I don't do. know if you noticed that. I do. Yeah. Um, oh. So maybe he is thinking he's going to take over the father's role to stop the cycle of mm-hmm. the light and the Brr. dark and the... I don't know. I like the fact that Ahsoka could see light through the dark. We saw Morai. We saw... I, I loved the fact that, again, Ezra being Ezra and Jabba the Hutt took uh, the stormtroopers, the night troopers' armor and took mm-hmm. off because yeah. that is a very Ezra mm-hmm. thing to Such do. Such an Ezra thing, <laughs> yes. And the fact that Chopper recognized him. I yes. was so freaking just... Mm-hmm. You know. That made mm-hmm. me very happy. It started my wheels turning even more for what's to come. I, I'll say that that what's next theory for a different discussion. But for, for this, very satisfying. Shin doing the, hey, I'm not stinky. Please take me in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, I have, that I have was, cookies. I have cookies. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll see how that turns out because i it, i'd be interested to to see whether 
you know, those two factions are going to end up in conflict or if somehow they all end up joining forces. Who knows? <laughs> but they've set up a, a interesting thing there on Peridia, so I'm excited to see uh, what's yeah. going to happen next there. To address the thing with dearest Ray Stevenson, who's obviously mm-hmm. not going to be back, uh, right. and without being disrespectful, any thoughts of who could take over the role, maybe? I I theorized real, uh, you know, just quickly in my head that maybe they had already shot some things that they wanted Balin to do for a future time, but didn't use it in this show uh, and could potentially use it in the future. Other than that, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, they're probably going to have to recast. Sucks. Yeah. He's so amazing. Um, yeah. He's so, so good. The only thing that I saw that I could agree with and I, I could imagine him in the role is uh, putting Gerard Butler in there and taking over the role. Oh. Yeah. I can I can see him I can uh, see that. Yeah. Uh, do it justice so it's, it's, he, he would be my pick but uh, obviously the best would be if Ray could be back but I mm-hmm. mm, right. Yeah because yeah, his story there's still so it's much to Balin. Yeah. 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 Like, I, can see, I can see two possibilities. One, yeah. they continue, like, replace the actor and then they just don't acknowledge it. But like, yep, thank you for Ray Stevenson and then just act like yeah. it always was, like, whoever. Um, or, which would be the unfortunate side of things, they continue it in another medium where they don't need him to actually be there. It's like, like a game that. or a book. Yeah. I'd rather they not do it as well, but that's another, that's another thing they, they might do. I'm not saying I want that because I don't want that suck shit. But that that's probably another avenue that they're, they're probably thinking about. Like maybe we just have to pivot and go another way. He's he's such a good character that mm-hmm. we've got to. Yeah, there's got to be some closure with him. Like they, yeah. there's still so much more Balin to be told. I, I just wanted to add real quick that like when Ahsoka said that Ezra was where he needed to be, mm-hmm. he was where Thrawn is mm-hmm. and really Ezra is the only one that's really been able to go against Thrawn right mm. so nemesis we'll yeah yeah mm. Thrawn hates him so much <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah just a time we'll, we'll, we'll see where that's gonna go and yeah. uh, obviously before we turn to Drew uh, one more question remains what do we think? Is this going to be a setup for season two? Are we going straight into the movie? Uh, obviously, there are no announcements yet if we're going to get a season two, oh. but it sure looks like it. What do we think? Let's do a quick roundabout, uh, starting with Brandy. I feel like there's got to be at least a season two or or they pull in other um, avenues, kind of like what Book of Boba Fett did with Mandalorian, like mm-hmm. pulling other things in to kind of fill out mm-hmm. whether it's ahsoka whether it's something else like i'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure but the story has to continue like there's yeah. there's too much here that like you can't just tell it in a two and a half hour movie like there's there's no way right. there's there's too much here so it's got to at least be another season of something yeah i would agree I definitely see like either an ahsoka season two or just like a I don't know, Mortis 
series, whatever it could be called, where it's just Ahsoka, Sabine, Hu Yane, and Balin and Shin on mm-hmm. the planet trying to figure out the Force and all those sort of things. You can definitely see like like a six episode miniseries, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would need eight, but like a six, a solid six episode series, like an hour each episode, and you can just like full on get people acquainted with like Mortis Gods and like all that mystical side of the Force, or Filoni's actually doing a trilogy. Uh, I guess in my head, I'm like, I, it would be good to have like a second season to push it forward and prep it for a movie because I feel like mm-hmm. the first season had to catch us up to a certain point. It had to spend a lot of time establishing who people are, where they've been all this time. And by the time we got to the end, we were just ramping up. And I just yeah. don't think we're quite at the start of a feature film territory. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it does need to progress a little bit more. I think a, another six to eight episode uh, season would be good. And I, I totally agree if we had uh, some more coverage on the Mortis Gods in this live action. Uh, and also had maybe more reference to the Zepho because with all the Zepho mm-hmm. references, I was waiting mm. for some Zepho. Something, yeah. My my theories in terms of Ezra being where he needs to be is that he is in a position now to provide uh, a mentorship to another Force user. So um, we could see another master apprentice set up between Ezra and Jason yeah yeah and uh and and so we could be seeing parallel master apprentice stories going on between Ezra and Jason and Ahsoka and Sabine that would be a nice Uh, full circle Kanan Ezra to Jason yeah I would love to see him take Jason to Lothal and interact with the the loath wolves there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, p- potentially doom yeah. doom yeah i think that they're gonna do uh ashoka separately from everything i think they're gonna get stuck in that galaxy for a very long time mm-hmm. and uh what i can see happening is that they set up two things uh one of them being uh filoni's big movie uh mm-hmm. which would mean that we're not gonna see ashoka or sabine in that and the other one is is being uh, season two of Ahsoka, which is going to be just them on that planet investigating the the whole uh, gods and, and whatever that needs to be investigating. And again, having a bigger role in there as well, uh, because that's where the whole thing is is pointing, basically. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's going to be as, as simple as that. Like, they're not going to do an... A separate Ezra series that they're gonna go mm-hmm. into the movies uh, with that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, and and I can see like a, a trilogy happening there, uh, even um, and and maybe by the end of it, like the last movie, maybe Ahsoka and Spin get back for that. We're gonna go and uh, check on resident Star Wars fan Drew, who who had some unfortunate things happen to him in the past. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, uh, this time around, he's gonna be able to say whatever he wants to say so let's go over to drew hey ahsoka chronicles drew here just hiding in the closet you know from zombie stormtroopers 
<laughs> it's so scary. I don't know why they keep coming back to life and hunting me down, but yes, they are. And they're coming for us. Well, I mean, they're coming for me. I don't know about you guys. But long live the blue booty and may he ever forever be in the right galaxy, which apparently he is now. And, you know, that's fine. No repercussions there. We're all going to be fine, right? Let's just talk about it real quick. Ahsoka. Those lightsaber battles, pretty awesome. Uh, and any show that has a sword, that has a flaming sword, listen, it's already won the hearts and minds of all Drews out there, mainly me. Uh, so uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's talk about what's not awesome. The lack of Balin Skull. Uh, listen, Balin, my boy, Rafe, <clears throat> Ray, Listen, you gave the best performance. That that was some A+. Plus. Uh, I, I just don't even understand. We're going to miss you, buddy. Um, I hope, I wish you were there for season two to continue your journey to find the Mortis Gods. Uh, and, and in my theory, he's going to destroy the Force, uh, which would be really cool. Like, really trying to undo that. Undo the balance. Break the wheel, as they say. <laughs> oh, God, zombies. They're here. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine, zombies. We're fine. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Oh, no. Run, Drew! Get out of there! Well, that was unfortunate. Uh, but it is time for us to rate this final episode of Soka. So let's go to that. All right. So. We're going to go around and give me a quick rating on the final episode. Uh, let's start with Steph. Ten. Amazing. That's Ten. all I got. That's all, all right. I got. Tom. Nine. Nine it is. All right. All right. Brandy. I'll do a 9.5. That's interesting. Well, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I already said it. The blue booty was in it. So it's a 10. Yep. Booty, love. Uh, whenever he's there, he's it's a ten. Booty, oh, booty, automatically. booty, 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 yeah. booty, booty. We do love the booty. And Hayden, Hayden was there. Hayden, and and yes. You know that's like an extra point. Not that it needed an extra point because right. But it's it's still it's an extra yes. point. So beautiful done. Happy with it. But now it's uh, let's see what the future holds. I wonder when they're gonna release news about uh, what's to come. And you know, until then. Whatever happens, we're going to be back in one way or another. And uh, you can make sure to check us out because we are uh, here writing articles as well. So you can check that mm -hmm. as well on Kautsuk.com. Mm -hmm. This was us covering Ahsoka uh, weekly on Kautsuk. And uh, it was an honor uh, to be a part of this uh, Maniac with <laughs> silly group, <laughs> and uh, you know, the applications are still open for the Church of the Blue Witty or the As Just Still Alive or Choppers, Mass Murderer Clubs. So, you know, whatever you prefer, you can join in Blue Booty. Uh, if you want to get early access to us, uh, subscribe to capsule.com, uh, be a member today and join our fun little community, or you can catch our beautiful faces on YouTube because we are there as well and on all podcast platforms as well so you know just make sure that you just click buttons and subscribe and like and uh, leave comments we love to read them of oh, what did you think about Ahsoka uh, mm -hmm. and the final episode um, so yeah until you see these pretty faces again uh, this was Tom Steph Brandy 
and myself, Lady Kay, and may the force be with you. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.